Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication and tickets are on sale now. The second early bird discount will be available until September 18th. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. So, I mean, obviously what you're telling me is that Montefalco, Sagrantino, had a particular signature style, characteristics. And now the individual winemakers and See, the producers are giving their, their style, right? their so character. Right. Having said that, however, if we were to make a gross generalization, mm -hmm. okay, just speaking about uh, Sagrantino in general, how would you compare it to other big wines? Uh, for example, we spoke about being close to Tuscany, Brunello of the situation. Well, let me say, well, uh, I wasn't expecting a question like this, but I tried to keep an answer anyway. The point is this, if I look to the uh, technical uh, point of view, so maybe a Barolo, but in, the, in terms of uh, structure, body or color, uh, it can be Bulgari. So it, it's like if you take a Bulgari wine and you couple with a Barolo, a great Barolo, and what's going on? It, it shows up as Sagrantino, so it's not so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. The right. mix of Barolo and Bulgari, so very what, far away, two different territories, two different territories, two different climatic condition. Uh, but Umbria is this: it's right. two different climatic condition together. This is another exception. So when, uh, if we were to compare to, let's say, an international See? wine or grape variety, where would you go? Like. I always love when I speak to, you know, foreign palates, mm -hmm. let's say Americans or, or others, I always like to say, if you, if you like red burgundy, why don't you try Barolo or maybe even Etna? I know, you know, it's not the same thing, but that is kind of on the same wavelength in terms of something that they could probably try, you know, as to the next wine. So when... What would you say for Sagrantino? Well, Sivi, you know, here is the beauty. And your question is so beautiful because you are asking me, can you tell me something that looks like to Sagrantino to tell to our guests well, how it looks like, how, you, how it's similar to... to that yeah. is the beauty. That you have it's to not, make it a little bit more approachable, right? Because Sagrantino uh, is very angular. It is, of so course. So the uh, question is... Is it similar to something that's more familiar? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> that's just the beauty. Uh, there is not a wine that you may say looks like uh, looks like to Sagrantino because uh, I may, well, I may find something that 
for certain aspects it's similar. Um, I may think to certain uh, Taurasi. Al Taurasi. Uh, to certain Taurasi, but at, at the end, uh, maybe the, the tendons are similar or certain parts of the smell of the structure are similar, but they're not, they're not twins. Uh, Sagrantino is not twins to anybody, it doesn't look like to nothing else. It's, the beauty is this, it's different, it's another stuff, it's his own. He has his own character, he has his own color, he has his own smell. Uh, it doesn't look like to Merlot, it doesn't look like to Cabernet, it doesn't look like to Nebbiolo or to Nerello Mascalese or to Aglianico. Uh, it doesn't look like 100% to all of them. If we, why before we were saying is a blend, if we want to try something similar, is a blend between Piedmont and Bulgari in Tuscany. So it's similar to, to Piedmont because uh, of the dryness and the thinness of the tannins, but it's not so light in color. Mm -hmm. It's not, that's not only the skeleton that usually there is into Barolo. There is also the chicha, the meat, mm -hmm. uh, that usually there is into a, a Bulgari. Uh, so for me, it's a compromise. So Bulgari, when you say Bulgari, I mean, you're talking about the Bordelais blend, yes. the Merlot. Yes, the, I, the, the I was talking, yeah, right. I, the, my, my thinning, so, so, so it I is, wasn't thinking to Bulgari yeah. Rosso. So, yeah, no, no, that, that wasn't the idea. So uh, it, it was the half lever Bulgari, so in terms of Cabernet Franc, uh, uh, st stuff like that. With the complexity on the nose, uh, uh, with the darkness in the color, with the long smell and the multiple nose that every time you turn the glass, uh, new stuff come out. So, Italian Wine Podcast brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Why don't you have a so complex things like a Sagrantino? Try to fix it into a box, it's not so easy, because you try to go out from the box from any corner. So I have no answer for, directly for you. No, well, that's, that's very honest, and I like your frankness. You don't pretend to know or ha have the answer, and that's very... That's I would like to tell, well, you know, the, the point is that we know what we drink, and we drink what is foundable. Mm -hmm. Sagrantino is producing less than one million bottles. In total. In total, oh. for all the world. So when we talk that's, about... That's actually something good to know. So actually, there isn't that much to go around. This is the matter. It's not for everybody because there is, it's, not, it's unavailable for everybody. This is the main trouble. Sagrantino is producing... It's a challenge to make it more, more famous. If you, you know. make 10 million bottles, 100 million bottles, you talk to 10 million people, 100 million people. If you take one million bottle for all the world, you may talk to one million people per year. So we're sorry, but it is what it is. Right, right, absolutely. I, yeah, that, actually, that's a very good point. Um, so I, I understand it now. So listen, um, I want to ask you something a little bit easier. Okay, make me easy question. I'm a grower, remember that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so what is the typical food and Sagrantino pairing. Oh, come on. One from, I would say, from in terms of a regional pairing, okay. so from the area. So one from... One from more international. One international, I mean, like, is it a burger, tacos, or anything else? 
Okay. Go. First of all, yes. Uh, many of the our U.S. friends uh, never came to Montefalco to know, Umbria, but the most of them, I'm almost sure, because I tasted several times all around the world when I was traveling to the United States, they eat at our tables. You say, what you mean? When you think to truffles, black truffles, the most of the black truffles come from here. When you think uh, to the smallest lentils of the world. What do you mean? Though? Can you just go back one second? Yeah. What, what do you mean when you say the most of the black truffles come from here? What does Mon that mean? Umbria yeah. is the largest producer of truffle, black truffle in Italy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, we have the... So Piemonte is white. Piemonte is, is white. Right. We are for the black. Okay. So the... Uh, Every time I travel all I, around... I had not, no... I think that's very good information, actually. Every time I travel all around the United States and I go to visit the friends of the restaurants that mm -hmm. purchase our wine, I used to knock the doors of the kitchen and I go through. What do you have tonight? I have this and travel. I'm travel. Where do you get it? And every time they tell me where they got it, and this is a company that I know because it's from my area. Right, right. That's uh, a very this, good point. This is so, one of the best pairing for Sarantino. Is With the truffle. Is the truffle because they born in the same land. They born together, they couple since ever. Mm -hmm. So it's a great pairing. But at the same time, uh, we have a lot of other raw materials that uh, our friends on the other side of the ocean used to have daily. The smallest lentils of the world come from Castelluccio. What? The smallest lentils. Lentils? Oh, okay, lentils. Up to it's up oh, to Castelluccio. Okay. okay. It's up here. Oh, I see. Uh, when we talk about prosciutto, ham, yes. sausage, salami, do you know? Don't how, tell me it's the Umbria is the largest producer of prosciutto. No, I'm no. just going to cut wanna, everything be, no. and start over because if you tell me Umbria is the largest producer of prosciutto. No, it's too easy. That <laughs> that's is is it's too easy. It's even more. Uh, you have to know that in Italian language, butcher is macellaio. Right. But the one that butchers the pigs and makes sausage, salami, yes. is not called butcher. It's called norcino, mm. from Norcia, our okay. village. All right. Because we teach everybody in the booth how to butcher the pig, how to make the sausage, how to make the salami. So Umbria is the, the heart of the butcher, butchering. Yes. <laughs> is, is we teach everybody how to make prosciutto, ham. So the real ham, that is not the San Daniele. No. It's not the San Daniele, the sweet uh, right. prosciutto. We're talking of the salty one. Aha. Uh -huh. So the salty prosciutto is done by a norcino, all oh, over. Norcino okay. is a man that is coming from our area. Okay, so these uh, are the local food pairings. But this is just to talk about few. We, we can go ahead no, no, for we don't, hours. No, we don't. I think you have an event here in, for sure. in, in an hour, so I don't think we have two hours to do this. Wow. What, what comes to your mind when you think about wow, Sarantino? Wow, that is another beautiful question. One of the easiest things to pair with the Sarantino is just a steak. So I'm thinking to hold the steak house. Steakhouses. All the steakhouses. Right. So all the steakhouses is perfect because uh, all the wines that are rich in tannins, that are rich in alcohol, 
need of something that have grease. Mm -hmm. So how better than a stick? A stick rubs, seal your mouth with, with the grease. Mm -hmm. And tannins and alcohol, clean, remove it, replace the taste, replace the smell. That is the point. When you drink a wine like a Sagrantino by itself, you have a sensation. When you drink a, a wine like Sagrantino with a stick, it's another world. Because the grease in your mouth affect your taste and change your opinion in any point of view. That's fantastic. Okay, listen, so we're going to take a break, come back, and we want to talk about the white wines of Montepalco. See you later. We hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th, 2022 in Verona, Italy. Remember, the second early bird discount on tickets will be available until September 18th. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.